Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. Uh, as always, I'm joined by the one and only, it's producer Joel. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's producer Joel. How's it going? How are you doing, producer Joel? Not bad. I'm looking at us here on uh, the internet and w- w- I'd say our, our hairs are getting pretty out of control. Oh yeah, I was talking about that earlier. So, yeah, my haircut was scheduled two days ago. Oh no. Bit annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, hear, do you want to hear my hairdressing joke? I'd love to. Went to quite a posh hairdresser's the other day, sat down. The woman said, how much would you like off? I was like, a tenner. Good stuff. Is that that one? Yeah, I like that. My, my favourite thing about going to the hairdressers is the head massages. That's nice, um, when they're washing Yeah, but some people find it a bit like awkward because I don't work there. Oh, good stuff. You were doing another joke. Of course I was. I thought we were just having a chat about having a nice I genuinely do like the head massages, though. Yeah. They are the best bit of a haircut. When, and um, that's what gave me the idea for the joke. Because I oh, genuinely, yeah. I would, I mean, I'm sure you probably can go and pay someone to give you a head massage. I mean, that yeah, must course. be a thing. Hmm. I've never done that, but I don't, know, I, I don't know why. I always feel like, you know, that's not a real thing. So I haven't done it. Like if you're going to pay someone to massage you, you're better off doing your shoulders and everything because they're tense. Hmm. Well, they do that in the hairdressers for you. But if, hair- you've got, if, you, if you've got shoulder length hair, yeah. Well, they do your shoulders <laughs> or hairy shoulders or hairy shoulders yeah do you think the thing is if you go to a hair somewhere to give your head massage that isn't a hairdresser's they're not going to mm. wet your head are they and do it no. with the because that's the surely that's what's so good is because it's moisture it's the it's the like the what the, what the word is it could because you've got the conditioner or whatever yeah in it, i know what you're saying it, and it's it, nice and warm as well yeah, whereas if it without that, I don't know where it'd be. I don't know. Mm. It's just dry humping, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I uh, treated myself to a fancy hairdresser after the last lockdown because yeah. my hair had got pretty out of control. What I made thought, it fancy? What was the difference between the, the last two you've been to? The money. So, so for, for the listener, I'm, I'm rubbing my two forefingers of my thumb together. What, what, what sort of price range difference are we talking? Uh, I would. I'd usually spend sixteen. Okay. And I spent 50. Nice. Okay. That's good. That's fine. It's and quite a lot, you, isn't it? Do you but but I, I figured I'd saved up about four haircuts worth. Yeah, yeah. And I also well, thought, mm. if I get, if here, here was how I'm thinking I could trick the system. If you go and get a really fancy one and they get it exactly right, surely from then on, you're just getting shorter versions of that. Because they're going to follow place. the same rules yeah. of what's already been done. Is that not I, right? I, I mean, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think you'd have to go to a hairdressing school to know that. Mm. Um, I used to. I used to go um, when I was first living in London. I had zero pounds. Uh, I used to go to a hairdressing school to get my hair cut. There was one in Shoreditch. Oh, I've done that. I used to do that when I was younger. <laughs> there was a guy outside who would just shout "free haircuts" just <laughs> at people in Shoreditch. <laughs> and one day I thought, "This, I'm going to check out what yeah. the actual what the deal is here." Um, and you go and get it and it's like I don't know what sort of operation they were running there but um, it was like a short intensive course for hair so every time you went it was someone there were just a load of different kids in there cutting hair Um, and there was like one manager who'd come round and inspect and yeah it was uh, was alright disasters or was it all the right a couple that were way too short because the only way you can really correct hair is by cutting more off isn't it Mm. 
So if they mess up one side and it's too short, they just keep evening up either side until you, <laughs> until you're bald. <laughs> so do you think the, the the expensive haircut was better than the sixteen pound haircut? Yeah, I think it was uh, mostly because of the bit lovely head massage. Yeah, because you don't get those with the sixteen pound one. So no. so how much how much is that for the? So that is thirty four pounds for the head massage. Yeah, London prices. That's not bad actually. Not bad, um, and also when they wash your hair, something I've thought about quite a lot since then, is they they put in what I assume is shampoo, yeah, and then what I assume is conditioner, and then yeah. there was a third thing, and I've I've spent the last six months wondering what that third <laughs> one was. It's, it's another conditioner. Oh, I think. Okay. I think that's what well, they do. Let us know if you're out there. If you're into if you're in the hairdressing <laughs> game. At Jokes with Mark or at, uh, what's yours, Joel? Joel underscore Grove. You got you got a shout out this week for something, didn't you? Yeah, for being... What was it? Someone tweeted us. Uh, oh, someone tweeted something nice about the theme music. And then oh, yeah, you, yeah. And what then you added... Say? They said they like, they like the music and how it works. And then you added me in and then they said, oh, it doesn't look how I imagined. And there was, oh, yeah. a bit of back, there was a bit of back and forth between you and him about me being uglier than people expected. And so yeah. I just refused to engage with any of the tweets. <laughs> I, I made a, a joke saying, what did I say? Something about you looking hideous or something. Mm. And he sort of went along with it. <laughs> never, don't even know, I've got no fucking idea who the guy is. <laughs> and I had a good look at his profile picture. And let me tell you, people that live in glass houses... <laughs> Should, no. yeah. <laughs> this is one of our listeners one of our very yeah, well, we haven't got many well yeah, I, got I, those, mate. I only want i only want listeners that respect me i think that he was carrying on the joke joe i think you were being overly he sensitive. was he was and, and what i'm doing mark is carrying on the joke now oh, calling him. <laughs> oh sh- you silly ugly bastard <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying That's it. No way to talk well. about our listeners. That's no way to talk about our listeners. <laughs> I wasn't. I was talking about you, Joel. I was I carrying know. on and the I joke. Was, uh, you won't believe what I was doing, Mark. You were carrying on the <laughs> joke as well. <laughs> I was. Oh, oh, it's carrying on the joke. I don't know what's where I'm coming or going. <laughs> oh. And we were worried week, we'd Joel? have nothing to talk about. We were worried we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Uh, that's mostly what's been happening this week. I've been reading that Twitter thread over and over again and looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> Having a good cry. My mum's my just come up the stairs and gone, are you all right? Because <laughs> I was shouting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just doing, You thought there was a fight outside. <laughs> what, you were cheering him on? <laughs> Go on, Mark. <laughs> um uh. Oh no, she thought the fight was outside and I was cheering right with you. So you're, mm. oh, I should have carried that joke on. Oh, it's all right. Joel. It's all right. Hey, when I, I think we're getting a bit What's happening this week? Excited. I actually mm. meant on the podcast because I thought oh, we'd been chatting right, for okay. six minutes. Well, it's excellent uh, com- comedian it's and your friend and mine. El Bordinio. Your friend and mine, Mr. It El Bordinio. It is El Bordinio of the um, Joel Grove um, uh, horror story gig uh, anecdote. Where you, El Bordinio drove you up to, um, where, uh, Yorkshire, 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 yeah. and uh, I think this is this mentioned in the podcast. No, oh, isn't it? Oh, that must have been no. a different. Oh, I sh- oh, fair enough. I think I must have been chatting about that afterwards. Um, anyway, but enjoy. So this is weird because normally we sit. A, a coffee shop in a coffee shop talking about jokes yeah and now we're doing it sort of on zoom all professionally it seems a bit yeah a bit there's, weird, no, isn't there's it? no distractions here though i know oh <laughs> except for that noise that i need to shut that door oh there's a buzzing sometimes it just starts buzzing is it a bee <laughs> probably yeah. a fridge honestly mate I've, there's in this cottage the other day there's this wasp just out of nowhere literally a couple of days ago came out it was massive massive like you know those killer hornet things that they say it's like one of those it's either that or a queen one it's horrible yeah i've been reading about them killer ones yeah plus all the fruit farms near you and yeah yeah. all that going on i don't know how it's getting in the house now and and as soon as they sort of show up they're dying are they yeah you ever had any wasp jokes um 
I've not actually. I had no, one. Oh yes, I have. I said I got chased. I had one where I said I got chased by a wasp, chased me all the way along the seafront, and eventually got me on the arm, which meant I was it. So I had to chase him back along the seafront. <laughs> yeah, I was back in my more surreal days. No, I, I like that joke. I remember when you used to do that joke. It was always a zinger. Yeah, yeah. That one wasn't it? Yeah. Don't know why you dropped it. You should open with that one. Yeah. I don't know. It lost its buzz. Yeah. Well, I had um, I had a gig in. Uh, Aylston in, in Le- Leicester and I had yeah. um, it was at the Black Horse there and someone got stung during my set really? yeah B came in and stung someone five pounds for peanuts <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so I um, I've got this routine where I have a guitar and I stand by the doors and play a song and say oh this is by the doors and, oh yeah and, and then I find the scruffiest person in the room and say oh this is by Super Trump <laughs> and um <laughs> So, so the person that got uh, stung, I went over and said, "Oh, this is by Sting," and um, got a <laughs> that's great got a big laugh. Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, when you're in the room in the moment, you know, when you can't write a joke mm. beforehand. So, like did that. they get stung while you were on, or did you see that happen and then you thought, "Ah, I could when I'm on, I can do that." Yeah, yeah, I I knew that section was coming, and I thought, "Oh, you know, you know, like so." You're so this is when you're off stage. So you were off stage and they got stung. Yeah, I was off stage. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. good that you're switched on to be looking at things. And when I was new, I was always kind of amazed by comedians that would go on and then just tear the room apart in the sense of they'd noticed everything that they could talk about the room. Yeah. And just get and it's if you can make that work, it just used to be such a good start because the whole audience straight away they're like. Well, this guy's definitely funny because he's only just seen these things. Yeah. It's like in the... But, but you can, if you play the room a lot, you can make it look like you've just thought of these things, but you've done it every time. Like in um, the Comedy Cellar. Have you done the Comedy Cellar in... Uh, not in Bracknell. No, Cellar. I've never done that one. Okay, so there's basically uh, on stage, there's a door. And then next to the door, up high, there's a, a, like a, a, a fire exit sign pointing downwards but but it's not pointing downwards level with the door it's just a brick wall (laughs) so so when so so basically when i was new it wasn't even the normal comedy set a gig i just did some random charity gig that someone put on there like really new open mic and i noticed that and i said um something like just a little health and safety check um you know i just want to let you all know that if there's a just to be careful, because if there's a fire and all the lights go out, you're just going to run into a brick wall. And it worked really well. Right. I've done it every time I've played the club since like probably 10 years now. Yeah. And it always works. Like so They call oh you God, the brick wall, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only reason they put me now. Uh, well, there so was what's the one that, you said? Oh, there, there was always the, um, you see it quite often. I think it's a bit hack now. You know, you, you play a festival and there's a generator next to the stage and you know there's a dartboard and a comedian will come on and say well this comedy thing is getting too easy so i've asked my agent to uh, you know put a generator next to the stage and yeah, have uh, people uh, yeah, oh, okay. playing darts and you know yeah yeah the hack thing is yeah you summed it up there like lots of people do this i see it all the time actually where they go on and go i told they got my they obviously got my rider I told them I will not play this gig unless there's a dog running around yeah, and yes. children screaming and a TV on in the background and a football player. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's such. And I don't know what the rules are with that because that. I, I mean, the I joke is the that. same I don't joke. Think it's hack, really. You know, it's just a comedian. You know, what I've seen though. Huh? I've seen a headliner show up, do that, but they didn't realise that the opening act had also done the same thing. <laughs> and everyone's just sort of staring at them. Because the audience don't know that's hack. No, 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 no. So that's the risk you take. Like, if, you, if, if you're going to do it, you need to either get there on time or yeah, ask, watch all night. ask yeah. what's been done. Yeah. But I've also but yeah, seen comedians co- make quite, quite banal observations. Uh, about things that you know that haven't particularly been funny but it just shows they're in the moment and the audience mm. you know you know they're yeah, going the to like oh this is about us this is about this gig now yeah yeah but what it, i do get a little bit irritated when i see like a new comedian doing that bit 
and the whole audience are like lapping it up like they're a genius and i that that kind of that's irritating because there's they haven't done anything no. special but i was guilty of it this summer you know doing a festival not this summer god now you're not new though <laughs> no we didn't have any gigs this summer <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> last summer you know, walking. And, have you done you know, that? That gigs? Because I've done that where I've I've been on a Zoom gig and I've gone. The other day I was in Greece or something like <laughs> yeah. that. I was like, oh, yeah. no, but they get on board with it for some reason. Yeah. Well, I, I had a, I had a gig over the summer, a corporate gig, and uh, I, I took all the um, all the equipment that I had. It all relied on you know them picking a card or them uh, right. you know touching stuff or you know, and I hadn't really thought it through at all. And it was about five minutes before I did them, I sort of realised, hang on, none of these are suitable for COVID environment. Oh, a Zoom gig? No, 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 an actual gig. Sorry, an oh, actual gig. Why wasn't yeah. it suitable? Well, because it involved touching things and passing things and... Oh, shit, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just oh. hadn't thought it through. <laughs> oh, wow. So did you have to change it on the fly or did you sort of realise just before you did it? Well, I cha- no, I changed it on the fly and it was perfectly COVID safe. But, yeah, but it was, um, you know, instead of them picking a card, I'd say, well, tell me when to stop. And then, oh, it, right. then I was it, what you're going to say, instead of them picking a card, I picked the I card, picked looked the card, at the number, yeah. put it back. Yeah, and, and told them what it was. It's the seven of clubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry, back back to the, the hack thing. You know, last summer, uh, I was guilty of that, you know, doing a festival gig, walking on stage and saying, oh, this is intense. Because it was a bit of a weird okay. gig, you know, someone had died beforehand, like, you know. And um, right. so that, that was that, yeah. So just so going back to what, that. What, so you, the intense thing is, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not that hack, is it? Well, I'm sure it's been it before. I mean I, I mean, I have definitely done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I did that at Glastonbury or some, some festival. Yeah. But there's not many acts that could sort of get away with that joke. So there's only sort of us... Yeah. jokey joke acts i think yeah that would probably even think about doing that you would see Stuart lee do it <laughs> yeah, <imagine laughs> this <that>. is intense <laughs> and then a really long pause yeah yeah that's a joke um, so you were saying about you carried all your equipment so that's that's something that so I, i've driven you to a few gigs yeah and i always have to remember to make sure there's enough room on the back seat of my car because you've got like a suitcase for the props yeah so that's, that's kind true. of what, what i thought we could talk about because we don't really get many people doing prop acts these days and you're a very good prop act oh thank you um so obviously as with any jokes prop prop jokes also must not work at times so we could talk about uh those i was going to say so you've got a massive suitcase for the props now when you started did you have a smaller bag for the props no i've always had a big suitcase <laughs> Less, oh, right, so less, just straight from the top. You... Okay, yeah, yeah. But when you started, because you were kind of coming from the magic background, yeah, magician sort of background, did you have sort of just regular magic props in, rather than ones that you've invented? Well, when when I started, uh, it was about twelve years ago uh, as El Baldino. Um, mm. You know how it works in the magic world. You buy a prop from a magic shop, you know, you buy a trick and you get a DVD and there's a bloke on it saying, here's the trick. Here's all the patter (laughs) to go with it. You know, here's all the one liners and the, you know, yeah. Yeah. I remember when you started that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I I did that for about a year and I've spent the last 10 years undoing that year, Mm. you know, where I learned everything from a DVD. Um, yeah, because it just doesn't. I remember work. we had conversations about it in the early days because you just didn't know. It's just different. You come from a different world. Yeah, but then some promoters won't book acts that do. What do, what do you call it? Just, I don't know. You know what you call that sort of ready-made uh, old school? I don't know. Old. Um... Yeah, because you had the band basically copying, it, which is yeah. very funny. Yeah, well, people still ask me to do it. You know, really, yeah. yeah, come come down and do your bandana joke, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> don't, don't, you know, I won't book you. But if you has don't your do attitude that. changed with it now? Like, do you feel like less, do you get less out of doing that bit now? You know, you've got the bits you've written yourself. 
Um, I know it's a waste of my time doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'd rather be yeah. doing something more exciting that I've written myself. Yeah. But um, say I'm, I'm 50 this year and, you know, I think I've got, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years left in comedy, you know, to earn as much as I can. In comedy, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if someone says do the banana gag, I'll do it, you know, because I, I just want to... Uh, enjoy a happy retirement at some point, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm works, less precious works. about. I'll do it if people ask. Like, you know, I wouldn't do it as part of my my club set anymore. You know that sort of thing. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, so so I started to do, like, you know, stuff from DVDs, and mm. slowly, I think it was right. It was meeting you regularly because I, I don't know if your viewers and or listeners um, know, but. We've known each other for about 10, 11 years now, is it, or something? Probably, yeah. Yeah, and we've sort of met. longer. <laughs> it feels like long, yeah. And because we live so close together geographically, mm. you know, we sort of meet in town at least once a week. And, yeah. um, you know, you used to turn up with about 30 zingers. And, and I'd, <laughs> I'd turn up I with... love KFC, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd turn up with um, three or four you know, half-written punchlines with no, uh, yeah. you know, lead lines to them. <laughs> but that's completely changed now because you've yeah. always got tons. Well, I suppose, I think I write a lot more now. I've got into a yeah. new writing regime, so. Um, and also, you have you know how to write. But back in those days, you'd, you'd learn in how to write jokes. You'd, do you know what I mean? Ten years is a long time to learn how to do something. Yeah. Like you, you just got good at it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, like, so, I, I actually enjoy it now. I think you're writing a joke's like mm. doing a, a Sudoku, isn't it, or a crossword puzzle? It's right, you know, yeah. you, it, it's hard. It's you know, if it was, if that's why they call it gold, isn't it? You know, because yeah, if yeah. it was easy to find, then everyone would have it. Like, but yeah, mm. but I do like and the challenge. Find it is is search for the gold longer than anyone else. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so props. So you do a lot of props, and there aren't many people on the circuit doing props now, which is quite a nice little niche you've got there. Yeah, because it's it's a perfect middle act, in that it's sort of very different from regular stand up yeah. or closing. It, it must be. Is it difficult to open with props, or because or, because um, like with with acts that are a little bit weird, they tend to middle or once they get to a certain level, close. But opening can be a bit weird because. When the audience turn up, they're expecting stand up. Yeah, and then if you have got something a little bit different, it can sort of make them go, oh, "What's this?" Yeah. Whereas if you're different to the first act, it's like, "Oh wow, this is cool." Yeah. Well, I think I always go down better in the middle uh, mm. after a, a really solid, reliable opener. Yeah. You know, like a not 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 someone that's not very controversial or. You know, they're sort of an every man opener or every woman opener mm. sort of thing. I usually go yeah. down a lot better if someone like that's been on before me. Um, but as you know, the middle, the middle act on the circuit is <laughs> is sort of the least paid. Yeah, um, you can't earn much. So you have to then bump to because I quite often hear you say you're closing gigs or you're middling gigs, but you're less so opening. Um, I think the last year or so, I've I've started to open gigs more. Um, mm. but yeah, I tend to close gigs now and that's sometimes the challenge because, you know, if people go to a comedy night, they don't expect a, a prop act, you know, to close the night, mm. do you know what I mean? Especially if you go to these sports clubs or, you know, cricket clubs events and yeah. some guy with a big suitcase is closing the nights. It can be a bit, oh, what's this? But I just hit them with my be best stuff. As well, though, <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so let's talk about bits that you tried because I remember I've heard you, you tell me lots of bits. I've been like, I can't believe you did that. Like, that's a lot of effort to go to with a prop. Yeah. So, uh, what have you got? Well, I've I've um, I've been doing a routine. I think I've done it three times or four times now. A new material night. Um, and it's a, a, a mask routine, you know, with, um, it's oh, yeah. actually getting a bit more relevant now with, with COVID, uh, you know, oh, cause of masks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't, what is it? They're not those sort of masks though. No, no. Right. But 
I've got a few jokes about ordering things from Amazon and they've sent me the wrong thing. You know, mm. um, like the magic okay. wand. Uh, I ordered a magic wand from Amazon and they sent me this and I get out a massive dildo. I guess a huge laugh. But, um, you know, carrying on from that, I can say oh, I ordered a, uh, some mask from Amazon and they sent me the wrong thing. You know, they sent me the, um, the, these, these masks. Okay, so, like, so people know, know you're holding um, up like celebrity the, the masks of people's faces. Yeah, right. mask with people's faces. And uh, basically, yeah. I go through, there's celebrity masks, you know, all different people. So that's quite a nice in to that bit then, because you, it's quite a natural, it's COVID at the moment. Yeah. And they sent me these masks. They sent me these masks, yeah. So I've got about, um, do you know what? I, <laughs> this is the thing about uh, being a, a prop act or a magician. It, if you try, if you, you know, if you tell a joke, it doesn't cost you anything if it bombs. Hmm. But if I buy a prop oh. and it bombs, <laughs> I've, I've paid 30 quid for stuff that hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once. It wasn't even for a prop joke. I spent money on this little music box because I thought, I was just trying to come up with different ways of doing sections of my show. And I thought sometimes people strum a guitar Oh yeah, and stuff like that. Why they tell jokes, but I can't play any instruments. So I got one of those little music boxes, and then that you twiddle around. Oh yeah, and I bought one of those, and I didn't even. It was when I got it. So I spent. I don't know how much it was, but when I, as soon as it came, I was like, I don't know why I did that. That doesn't. That's that's not going to work. That's that's awful. It was yeah. playing like something from Cats, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and it oh, just it just wouldn't have worked. I was just, and I spent that money. But, was it out of tune? Still claim that back. Thing right? from Cats. <laughs> What's that? Was it out of tune? <laughs> <laughs> it was from cats, like cats quiet. Never mind. <laughs> the um So yeah. See your mask. I, I think my record, I think it, it must be about um Well I've got I've got a trick there that was hundred and twenty pound that I used once. Um and it just didn't suit my persona. And that that's the other right. thing on stage, you know, doing magic in clubs. Um mm in comedy clubs you've yeah. got to choose something that'll suit will suit your persona you know and if, if you're trying to um... yeah, there isn't that much magic in your act really no i know that, it's that a, suits it, it my is persona. a magician <laughs> but, it's, but it's a magician doing jokes isn't it it's not really yeah yeah and that's through trial and error finding out that comedy clubs they don't particularly want some guy going da da you know yeah they'll yeah. clap it and all that but you know they want someone to make mm. them laugh you know Anyway, so so what was the trick that you spent 120 quid on? Oh, it was one. It was um, a. It's a mind reading trick, and it's um, where you get a book, and it's got all celebrities in in the book, and yeah. someone in the audience uh, picks a random number that corresponds with a celebrity in the book, and then you 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 have a hood on. You can't see the celebrity that they chose, but when you whip off the hood, you're actually wearing uh, a face mask with that celebrity on it. Okay. Yeah. But the, the, uh, the cost of the trick was because it's all A-list celebrities, they've had to pay for their image, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's 120 quid. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, Red Carpet or something like that. It's all Hollywood A-listers. Right, yeah. Um, but it just didn't suit my persona when I did it, you know. Um, because also, like, how would you make it funny on top of well the impressiveness? What I did was I went through the book, and, and you have to show the audience the celebrities in the book. You know, and there's Elton John, there's Princess Di. <laughs> so it obviously made in the eighties, like you know. <laughs> so, um, so if they're I, dead, I, they probably don't have to pay them. No, well, they're all. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and there's loads of American people in there, like Wayne. Garek skis or something? Some baseball player? I don't know. No idea. Me neither, though. So I ended up doing puns about people in the book, you know. Um, That's the only way I could get a laugh out of it, really. Um, So how many times did you try that before you realised it wasn't quite right? I think about four, about four times in the end, but I think once in the comedy club, and it was like, you know, like you've got a radar about will that work in this environment? Mm. I did it in um, an old folks' home, um, and that w- it, they went okay there. Do you know what I mean? 
Um, <laughs> certainly not in and a that, comedy did, club. Did you, did you earn the money back for the prop when you did that gig? Um, I suppose, I suppose so, yeah. But um, but the the masks that I got, these are three pound each, you know, from Amazon. And oh, right, yeah. I ordered. So I, if it doesn't I, work. So I've ordered about thirty of them over uh, six months. You know, every time I think of a joke, yeah, I yeah. Uh, I order a mask and and then try it out. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, it's <laughs> so it's ninety quid's worth of jokes, right, you know, <laughs> down the tubes. So. So what? So what? Let's talk about those ones then. So, so did you? You got some that did work. Yeah. So I've got this one. This is a picture of Dracula. The, the premise it looks of like David Williams. I know it does, doesn't it? No, it's um. Who would that be? Um, Christopher Reeves. No, the guy that played Dracula in the thirties. Um, Cheney, Lom Cheney, is it? No. Um, I don't. I mean, I wasn't around. <laughs> Oh well. So the premise of this is, I bought a load of masks off Amazon, but I'm trying yeah. to get rid of them, trying to sell them. So I'm at I'm at the comedy night trying trying to sell the masks. Oh. So the That's first one would be, oh, I've got this picture of Dracula. I can do your discounts. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so does that work? That worked, yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, if you did you have a load and then you gradually whittled it down to just the good ones yes so i've got uh gok one pictures of gok one yeah. there you see those i've got two of those so it's buy one yeah. get one free um so don't okay yeah so those things does so, that work sort of sort of but gok one buy one get one free yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um Oh, so you're selling them, right? Okay, sorry, right? Okay, yeah. So you're selling so, them to. So the... I'm selling them, yeah. Um, so was that the idea you had when you originally bought them, or yeah. did you get them? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that. But then back to your question about what didn't work. I got um, mm. so I got this one of uh, Stephen Merchant, this yeah. mask, and uh, I tore the eye thing out. See that? Yeah. And so the joke here was. Um, I, I'm selling this, it's, uh, but I think it's dodgy merchandise. <laughs> Merchant eyes. Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I think it's, I think it would work, but I need a, a better, better line, you know. Why, why did you not take, because so the audience can't see this, but there's one eye that's really been taken out and the other one's still normal. Why didn't you take both out? Well, if you, if you take both out, they wouldn't recognise it's Stephen Merchant. It's <laughs> <laughs> sort of damned, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know. Yeah, because Merchant Eyes yeah. is two. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, that's a catch tap 22. Can't win. Yeah. That's funny. Dod dodgy Merchant. What do people would make? Oh, because you can't say Stephen Merchant. Do you mention the, the name Stephen Merchant in the setup? No, I think I tried it. Oh, there's a guy out the office. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, oh, but yeah then, some people think, was he in the office? Do you know what I mean? He's not one of the big stars in the office, is he? No, no. Yeah. I suppose if you were not a fan of the office, maybe you don't know who Stephen Merchant is, really. No. Um, so that one didn't work. Uh, <laughs> Merchant eyes. I like that. Merchant eyes. Um... I had this one. <laughs> okay, so that's half of Katie Price's hair face. Yeah. So half price. Yeah. Oh, this is like this is like catchphrase. Yes. Oh, quite, yeah, we can play it. <laughs> <laughs> but can you see the, the size of this prop? I mean, that's you know that's my face next to it, and that's the uh, you know it's, it's sort of a life size mask. Yeah. And then uh, you don't want to spoil the, the punchline in the setup. So you don't want to say, right, yeah. here's Katie Price, everyone. Look, yeah. it's half price. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I came on and said, oh, this is Jordan. Look. Oh, right. But no, you know, Jordan, it was sort of early 90s, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. People don't even know her as Jordan now, really. No. So um, that, that it, it didn't work. Um, also, just a question, logistics-wise, You've, you, it's a little bit more than half her face. Why didn't you do it exactly straight down the nose? 
Because then you wouldn't recognise it was Katie Price then. Again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I've all sorts of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, defacing them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. That's funny. What's next? But, what but else you know, you, you know that thing about uh, Jordan, you know, like, it's a joke that's, it, it, the reference point is too out of date for people to get these days. Mm. And I think we were talking about that joke I did about Tommy Cooper. You know, I've set up a Facebook page for Tommy Cooper. Yeah. If you see it, it's just like that. And yeah, there's a problem there because people. some people know. have never heard of Tommy Cooper and don't know that his catchphrase yeah. is just like that. But you tell yeah, that joke to old in. people and they don't know the concepts <laughs> of liking is. things on Facebook. They go damned if you do or damned if you don't. Yeah. Ah, that's funny. Yeah, so that has come up a couple stops. of times where you've got a joke that requires something modern and something old that yeah. gets lost in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> what other masks have you got there? Um, I've got this one. This is uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, and doesn't get a laugh when I saw so I say, uh, oh, come on, keep up. That's so, so, so that's you know, so. So, did you say this is Kim Kardashian, or do you know who this is? How do you get the setup to to for, to make the keep up work? Uh, anyone who doesn't know, keep up with Kardashians, just in case anyone's listening. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I think in the past of I, I tried it at the backyard uh, club in uh, South London in my garden. <laughs> yeah, in my, in my garden. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> neighbours liked it. Um, <laughs> And I think I said, oh, um, do you know who this is? And I relied on someone in the audience to shout Kim Kardashian, but no one did. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think, I don't think explaining, giving the name away would ruin the joke. Do you? Um, the Kardashian bit? No, for me, it's, it's more, I'm thinking, when, when you say to someone, come on, keep up, it means they haven't quite got something. Yeah. So so maybe if you sort of talk down to someone and say, you don't know who this is, don't know who this is, it's Kim Kardashian, come on, keep up, yeah. or something like that. That makes the keep up work, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or even if this is one of the Kardashians, maybe then you need to say which one, because then maybe that makes the... By saying Kardashians rather than Kim Kardashian... Mm. Maybe the keep up bit works better with because keep up with the Kardashians. Mm. I bet you don't know which of the Kardashians this is. Come on, keep up. Yeah. Maybe you could just do that. Yeah. Because then you don't even... Because most people probably do know who it is, but you could actually force the audience to think they don't by not giving them a chance to really say anything. Mm. Cool. Bet you don't know who this is, do you? Bet you don't know who this is. One of the Kardashians. Come on, keep up. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, is that a, everyone knows that show? I think so. Yeah. Know. Well, yeah. I, I need something for uh, generation for millennials and generate. Is it what's mm. the latest one? Is it Generation X? Is it or Y? I think so. I think I'm a millennial. Yeah. Well, you're on the cusp. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, what are you then a boomer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Do you know? I think I'm Generation X. I think that's what I am. Oh. Oh, so that was that. So the new one isn't Generation. I think X, that's then. Generation Y, isn't it? The new one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, it's like when I was young, quite you know, a bit back. There weren't that yeah. many famous people, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and everyone knew who everyone was, um, but nowadays, right? So because there are only four channels, everyone watched. <laughs> well, there was only three. Uh, yeah, oh when, I, when I was growing up, <laughs> here we go. Generation X. If you were born between 1965 to 1980, oh, that's it then. Yeah, I am. And then the millennials after that. So then the new ones. Is it Generation Z? Oh, is it Z? I don't know. It just what came happened to up. Y? <laughs> they were the lost generation. I don't know. Generation Z succeed the millennials. Okay, so Z is the next ones. Right. Yeah, they're the youngsters. 
that's what the, that's that's who you're getting with the Kardashians. Yeah, I think um, generation. Um, yeah, the Kardashians, Generation Z would get that, wouldn't they? And mm. millennials. Yeah. 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 Well, I've also got this one. Um, this is uh, John Cleese. Yeah. And to, to, I know who John Cleese is. You know, I grew up with uh, Monty Python and, um, you know, Life of Brian and all that. But um, again, like, you, you know, I do this joke in some places. The young, younger audience are like, who the hell's John Cleese? Yeah, I suppose he's not been in anything young, uh, not a young show for a long time. No. But um, the joke with this What's one is, joke? is that, um, I don't know if you can see it there, but the elastics come off it, off the back. The elastic, oh, yeah. you know, from the mask. So I say, oh, so I'll knock your food quid off that because it's faulty. <laughs> <laughs> How do you yeah, get that, like that one? Of course I do. You do? Okay, right, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favourite sitcoms. Yeah, well, like I say, I did it um, in the backyard club and there was a hundred people looking at me as if I'd, you know... Oh, really? As if I was speaking so, a different so language. Can, can you tell, like, from that, them just staring at you, can you tell whether it's they just don't know who he is, don't know what 40 Towers is, or they just think, that's not very funny? Um, Is there a way to sort of judge that? Like, how many times have you tried it? Have you tried it... Because it, it basically, if that works in front of an older audience, you then know, actually, the joke's fine. Yeah. It's just the people didn't get it. But if you just judged it on that one gig, you can't really tell why they haven't laughed, can you? Um, no, you can't, no. But sometimes, I don't, my act is so paper thin sometimes. You know, you, you, you're walking along that precipice of, <laughs> right, yeah. either this is really good or this is absolutely awful. <laughs> You know, and all it takes... It's all in how you tell it. Sorry? It's all in how you tell it. Yeah. And all it takes is one joke sometimes to completely, you know, make you fall off the cliff and you, you <laughs> never get it back. So I, luckily that was a, a new material night, the one I did at, uh, at the backyard. Okay, so you're being ruthless with your stuff that if it isn't, if it's if it's too risky, what's the point of doing it? You might as well do something that you know works. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad, really, you know. But um, mm. I think it's about catering to the audience, though. You know, knowing the demographic and the reference point. You know, if you're doing stuff so like would you have those in your bag? So, so if you had an older crowd in, you'd be like, oh, "I could do the John Cleese one today." Yes, I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you don't actually technically get rid of them, but they're just they they're just not consistent enough to do it every single gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who else have you got? There's a the trouble with celebrity things. I think that's a trouble impressionists probably have now as well because a lot of people don't know who's... Like, if someone did an impression of Kim Kardashian, even though I know who Kim Kardashian is, I wouldn't laugh at an impression of her because I wouldn't really know who it was just yeah, from the voice. You, you uh, <laughs> They could be telling Some lies, sort of American. They? What's that? The impressionists, they could be telling lies, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, here's the latest YouTube star, uh, yeah. Corey <laughs> Donald. <laughs> oh, Corey like, oh, oh, wow. I, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, go, Hello, everybody. I'm Corey Donald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. <laughs> um, and actually, I've got a mask of Corey Donald. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like 50 Cent. Well, well done, mate. Yeah. Uh, I okay, so f this is this is fifty cent <laughs> with his forehead chopped fifty off. cent off. So, I, so is it? Is that what you said? Fifty cent off. This is this is thirty cent. Oh yeah, there's a good one. Yeah, could do that, isn't it? This is so here we go. Here's fifty. Oh, you wouldn't want to say cent. What's his real name? Oh God knows. Um, Corey Donald. That, that is a. F <laughs> Corey Donald. <laughs> so here's Corey Donald uh, with his forehead chopped off. Fifty? No, can't say chopped off. Cut without a forehead. Without a forehead. Thirty cent. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be more um, in keeping, wouldn't it? So what was your? What was the actual one you said before? Oh, I think it was like fifty percent off. But I sort of misspoke and say oh sorry i'm 50 cent something like that i haven't quite thought it through oh, so though. you didn't even so the joke isn't even about him having his top of his head off the, the, the joke is about the word 50 cent 
So why Conf- is he not confusing got fifty cent with fifty per cent? Yeah, but why has he got his? Oh, because it, half of his head is cut off. Yes, but. If half of his head is cut off there, he has got the biggest forehead I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a that's, that when when you have like something like that per like 50 cent and 50 per cent and the extra bits in the middle, I think it's really hard. It feels quite forced. Yeah. To do anything with that. Whereas yeah. that whereas calling 30 cent that that makes sense to me. Yeah, I'll say this uh it's uh, 50 cent here, but some of it missing, so we'll call him 30 cent. <laughs> I don't think you can say for 50 cent in a setup. You kind of got to hope that they know who he is. You just hold yeah. it up and say 30 cent. Yeah. But maybe and, and, people don't know, because even he's from my kind of early 20s. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's still quite mm. an outdated reference now. It, I don't know it if is, he, isn't still, it? he still does anything. No. He's still that's in the club, annoying, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but the the other problem, I did a Britain's Got Talent, uh, two thousand nineteen. So yeah, mm. la- last year it was, wasn't it? And it was like at the Palladium. Four yeses. Yeah. Get that in there. All oh, right. Yeah. Four yeses. Yeah. Sorry. I thought it was on about another joke that I'd written. But no, I ended. No, up, no, no, no. I ended the night with four big fat prostitute. No. No. Not, not that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, being a prop act, uh, your props have got to be big as I've found. Like, I was mm. I was on the comedy circuit, and a lot of the rooms there, you know, like 200, 300, 400 max or something. But when... when That's I, Mark. Sorry? Max. Mark. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But when, when I played the Palladium, <laughs> and I looked out, and there's a balcony and there's people at the back of the balcony and you could hardly see them. I think it's, uh, is it 4,000 capacity there or something? Wait, where was it? The Palladium. Oh, Palladium. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and yeah, Normally when I sold it out, I don't really look at the books. No, no. I, I, if I would, I'd count the ticket sales and everything. No. I, you long. know your joke about um, taking ages? You could imagine doing that oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All 4,000, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's time. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees Promoting for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Albaldinio! Hashtag Awuga. Hashtag Awuga. Hashtag Awuga. Hashtag Ooga. Lovely. Thanks, mate. That was good. Uh, yeah. Liked Herbaldino. Liked all the stuff about masks. Loads of stuff about masks. Loads of stuff. Was did it? Was it all right? Because obviously, visually, that works better 
Yeah, but, uh, he's they're they're pretty on the nose, and well, some of them are on the eyes, <laughs> and some of them are on the mouth. Um, but he they're explained well enough. Yeah. Oh, jolly good. Oh, good old El Baldinio. Um, so Joel, I mean, we we chatted a lot in the first bit. Um, if you want more El, El Baldinio, there will be some over on the Patreon. Uh, Patreon dot com forward slash jokes with Mark. Uh, thank you very much for everyone who's signing up to the Patreon. It helps us a lot and it allows us to keep recording these podcasts. Sure thing. Um, Joel. <clears throat> Anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark, really. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, really, Joel. No, not really. Hashtag Uga, everybody. Uga. Bye. I say the last thing in the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.